Welcome into a special edition of Off the Hook Sports. This is Caleb Calhoun. I apologize. We had breaking news earlier, but our video was grainy. There was a connection issue. Hopefully it's better now. Please, guys, tell me on the message board if it is. We're here to bring you some breaking news about the NCAA and NIL rules. In case you guys haven't paid attention, a federal judge slapped down, or I'm sorry, a federal judge granted a temporary restraining order or a special injunction, if you want to call it that, against the NCAA's NIL rules. This means pay for play is here. It means the NCAA is effectively dead. The judge's ruling, and I want to pull up his name on this, the federal judge's name was Judge Clifton Corker, a U.S. district judge. He says that the NCAA's prohibition on NIL deals are likely going to be found in violation of federal antitrust laws, which harms student athletes. Since they will be found in federal in, in, in violation of antitrust laws and will be found to harm student athletes, keeping the rules in place now until that happens further harms student athletes. Therefore, the rule should be struck down until it's addressed in court. So what that means is that pay for play is here because what they're saying is that the NCAA's rules on pay for play violate the antitrust act this was something we saw a mile away guys this is the worst kept secret in all of college football danny white and donde plowman in case you or in case you forgot we're less than four weeks removed from when danny white and donde plowman decided to go off to go nuclear on the ncaa this happened literally it started on a tuesday and i want to say that tuesday was the last tuesday in january the ncaa came out and said they were investigating Tennessee for potential NIL violations. For those who are unaware, NIL is obviously allowed. NIL was banned for pay for play, but the NCAA has changed its rules multiple times and said they could retroactively force rules. Donde Plowman came out that day, lashed out at the NCAA. The next day, Tennessee and the state of Virginia, the states of Tennessee and Virginia sued the NCAA, saying that violating that NIL as pay for play violates the antitrust laws. Following Friday, Danny White lashed out at the NCAA. Uh, shortly after that, a judge did not grant a temporary restraining order, which Tennessee and Virginia had requested, but did say that Tennessee and Virginia were likely to win this case. Well, it's gone to a federal court now. It's gone to another federal judge, and this federal judge did grant the temporary restraining order and basically said that because Tennessee and Virginia are likely to win this case, this rule shouldn't be in place now. So there is no more NIL. Recruiting is here. Recruiting is here to stay. Paying for play is here to stay. As you follow recruiting over the next 10, 15, 20 months, quite honestly, every story for every five-star, whoever commits will be about how much they accept because now you can use money to promise recruits in the transfer portal and on the trail. That was not supposed to be the case before. For those who want a quick recap, NCAA was found in violation of antitrust laws back in 2021 when the Supreme Court ruled that not allowing players to profit off their name, image, and likeness was in violation of that. They said, fine, fine, fine. We'll back off. But you can't use it in recruiting. You can't use it for this. You can't use it for that. Well, this federal judge said that if obviously if NIL by itself is a violation of antitrust laws, these rules will be in violation of any antitrust laws because the whole point was that you can't limit the amount of money 
players are allowed to make for themselves on the open market. That's where this came from. So the NCAA stepped in. I mean, so a federal judge stepped in and killed it. The NCAA is dead. It's over. This all came, by the way, because if you remember, Florida State took a slap on the wrist from the NCAA recently for an NIL violation. And it seemed like the NCAA was trying to make an example out of Tennessee. Tennessee was like a wounded dog because Tennessee had been under investigation by the NCAA. They had complied. They did commit violations dating back to the Jeremy Pruitt era. They complied. They accepted their punishment. The NCAA went easy on them, largely because they had complied so well with the investigation. I think the NCAA thought, because we were nice on them here, we can make an example on them out of NIL. And the reason they wanted to make an example out of Tennessee was because they want to ex- they wanted to exert their muscles, flex their muscles, and exert their power and remind everybody who's still in charge. So they thought they could come for Tennessee. They probably were not going to put Tennessee in any sort of real trouble. They just wanted to make a small example to give them a slap on the a slap on the wrist. And Tennessee didn't take it. Tennessee did not take it. Tennessee said, heck no, we're not going to let you humiliate us like this. We did nothing wrong. And the NCAA stepped in it big time. Tennessee basically became front and center in killing the NCAA. You guys should take a lot of pride in the schools. Now, what's the, the, the truth of this is, as Spires, as college athletics attorney Tom Mars, who works with Tennessee's collective Spire Sports, says, this is one more brick in the wall that is the end of the NCAA. And this is the key part, and he's right. Short of intervention by Congress, the demise of the NCAA now seems inevitable based on nothing but a financial analysis, as it appears the NCAA is poised to lose all of its upcoming antitrust cases. That's true. That's right. He's absolutely right. There is nothing the NCAA can do. And there is a huge issue going forward with how does this all work out? It's, I mean, it's crazy because we all knew NIL was kind of happening in pay-for-play. We all knew pay-for-play was part of it. Just like we all knew back in the day that teams cheat on the recruiting trail and there was pay-for-play and teams cheating on the recruiting trail. What we didn't really know though what, we, we couldn't know the extent of it. Well, now schools can be open with it, guys. Schools can just openly say, hey, I want this guy. Hey, I want that guy. And that's exactly what they're going to do. And they're going to be doing it, again, until this is resolved. And when it's resolved, it's going to fall into the favor, again, of the of, of the state of Tennessee and Virginia. Because there's no way you, even though, and people are going to try to make the point that it violates state law at Tennessee. Yes, it does violate state law. Well, one, federal law trumps state law, and there is the federal antitrust act. I think it's I think at this point it is um safe to say that uh yeah, uh I believe Benjamin Harrison was the one who signed the Sherman Antitrust Act. I, I'm gonna look up when it was signed in 18 it was in the late 1880s. Um Sherman Antitrust Act, yes, it was signed in 1890 by Benjamin Harrison, named for Senator John Sherman, the principal author. Benjamin, uh, Benjamin Harrison may end up being everybody in Tennessee's favorite president. And in case you guys don't know, Tennessee didn't even vote for Benjamin Harrison in 1888, which is kind of funny. They, I believe they voted for Grover Cleveland that year. So this is very, very, very big. This is a big, big deal. I don't know. Now, could there be some long-term ramifications for Tennessee and other sports? The NCAA still sponsors the basketball tournament. They still sponsor the women's basketball tournament. They still sponsor the baseball tournament. Tennessee's very prominent in all three, particularly men's and men's basketball and baseball. And they have a history when it comes to women's basketball. So you would think the NCAA 
Do you worry about them punishing Tennessee in some matter? Maybe if the selection committee kind of tries to avoid them or keep them keep them out out of pure pettiness. But I don't think it really matters. The NCAA is dead. Pay for play is here. And this is going to be a lot of fun to watch. You are going to see so many more stories surrounding Nico Imaliaba, which, by the way, this the centerpiece of this story, the crux of this, was that allegedly in February of 2022, while being recruited, a private jet flew Nico Imaliaba to Tennessee, and that couldn't be used. That was a violation of NIL for pay, the NCAA's ban on pay-for-play using NIL for pay-for-play. Now, what they don't tell you is that at the time, it wasn't a violation because the NCAA had no NIL rules, but they came out and passed that rule and then said, we reserve the right to retroactively punish schools who violate this rule. So they messed up in so many different ways. And guys, I want to point this out. I don't think there should be no guardrails on NIL. I do think players should be able to make as much money as possible, but I do think I have come around to the idea that this could be long-term damaging largely because uh, of the, the, while 30 to 40% of college football players have market value, 60% don't 80% of college basketball players don't have market value and 100% of players in every other sport don't have market value. So you're still talking about a lot of people who could lose opportunities if you don't have some sort of revenue sharing, which the, which college sports is, is which is embedded in college sports. I mean, that's how it's supposed to act. But at the same time, the NCAA has themselves to blame because they fought this every step of the way, whether rather than working with anybody to try to establish any guardrails. So what this means going forward is that Congress is going to have to step in and basically make the, there. There's going to have to be some law passed in Congress that allows this to be regulated because short of Congress acting, the NCAA is 100% dead and gone we're going to talk more about this monday with dave hooker on the show again on our live show remember every 10 a every monday through friday 10 a.m to roughly 11 30 eastern time dave and i will be back monday morning to talk about this please hit that like and subscribe button ring the bell turn your notifications on tell a friend about what we're doing we're doing a lot of fun stuff here at off the hook sports thank you guys for tuning into this but once again big news a TR, a temporary restraining order is granted against the NCAA as this lawsuit proceeds, meaning the NCAA, until the lawsuit ends that's filed by Tennessee and Virginia, can't enforce NIL rules, which means until something else is different, Tennessee and Virginia have already won this lawsuit and the changes and results from that have already come into play. Spoiler alert, they will win this lawsuit. We're going to talk much more about this on Monday, once again, at 10 a.m. Eastern. Thank you guys for tuning in. With Caleb Calhoun, this has been a special presentation of Off the Hook Sports.